0: Here's what happened last time on the Encourageable Party.
1: Despite the Niogi's best efforts to decimate the tower's defenders, they are thwarted by the party and Silas's efforts, attempting an escape. Not willing to risk any survivors, Falzern and Mia take Denny and rain spells from above, killing them before Dreg, Mullen, Hulsa, and Paladin reinforcements arrive at the tower.
0: And now, back to the adventure.
1: You all can benefit from a short rest of this fight. Again, there was a couple hours that have passed since reinforcements have arrived. And it is very early mornings. We're getting pretty close to you all going to need to make some constitution saving throws to avoid levels of exhaustion. So you have a choice. You can either push through, you know, now that Draghalsa and Mullen are back, you can all make your way to the city which is a couple miles away right which would take you less than an hour uh, or you can try to get in a long rest here and maybe head out which would be about midday by the time that was that was over
2: mm. I think
3: I a, think long, a rest long rest would be is, good is an
1: order yeah
2: you don't want to go sleep in a hotel or something somewhere nicer
3: well I I do you never know what the state of Drukhal is going to be
2: I do not want to walk into the
4: city unprepared
3: I, I agree, Shikara. I think it would be best to enter the city with good night's rest. Or at least what what we can get of it out here.
2: All right.
1: You see Silas uh, is going to be pushing through In the morning as he greets the uh, totaling two shifts, uh, the dozen more paladins of occultists arriving. And they all kind of, you know, he's directing, and they're all putting out... Getting to work, basically cleaning up the place. I mean, there's a lot of bodies around, especially at the top of this tower now. Some couple of chimeras, some more orcs, some more dead orcs. Uh, you, uh, Shakara, you believe you still have two dorks, right? They last for 24 hours.
4: It, it doesn't matter, Captain Girl. Can you please, while you're cleaning up, dispatch the two dorks that are guarding the door downstairs?
1: Uh, f- sure. I mean, I think I'm gonna put up a fight.
4: I don't believe so. This should be easy to take down, in any case.
1: Okay, he kind of nods to some balance nearby, and they each draw a longsword and just start hacking the <laughs> Dork 2 and Dork 3 to bits and uh, clean up the bodies with, with the rest of what they're doing.
5: It is 24 hours, just in case you need it now.
1: Okay, so you can all certainly hunker down. Uh, you see Lance and Hannigan are not going to be very far from you either they're after being re- revivified, uh, still severely wounded despite Mia's healing. Uh, which they are eternally grateful and do uh, remind you when they get a chance there, Mia, and thank you again, all, all of you, for your efforts. Uh, as does Silas. So yeah, I mean you can hunker down for 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 your long rest then. Uh,
0: I think first I'll go over and talk to Drag and Mullen and ask them, you know, what's happening in Druk Hall.
1: Sure, sure. And this can all be during, you know, throughout the eight hours that you're gonna, as you don't really need to set up shifts, right? You're because you have mm-hmm. a contingency of, of paladins around you, so it uh, doesn't have to worry about any individual party members staying up for a watch or anything like that. Dreg responds, "The city seemed normal to me. Uh, there were lots of paladins around. Uh, the, the inn we were directed to, full of them. But they took a little convincing. Uh, but you know, giving uh, Captain Grohl's name." seem to do the trick
0: no talk of uh, Nyogi or any anybody attacking the city
1: I mean I wasn't interested in overhearing any conversations really we were moving as quickly as we could
0: that, that's all I want to know is if there was anything uh, anything out of the ordinary that, that people were talking about so I'm going to go take a long rest
5: I would like to talk to Dreg alone. Dreg may I have a word with you?
1: Of course, of course, Shakara.
5: Can I kick the others off mic?
1: Dreg kind of, you know, uh, taking you in really for the first time. My goodness, Shakara, what's what is happening to you?
4: There have been things that I have needed to do to preserve all of us, to save us, and they had a cost.
1: Uh, Just before we go, do you have, is Halsa with the two of you, or is like, I mean, unless you told her otherwise, she would stick close to your side, right?
5: I would uh, finger gesture for her to, to stay near. Okay. I have
4: seen your anger at the way you have been treated. I can offer you benefits, special abilities, if you join my family.
1: You will be able to restore me? My abilities? Not,
4: not restore, but aid you in other ways give you special gifts and I'll
5: gesture for Halsa to come closer
4: Halsa and Campbell are part of my family now
1: Halsa nods at you saying this
4: we take care of each other look out for each other
1: are you saying that's different than your relationship with everyone else, with Shaft and me and Falzer, and I thought you all looked out for each other as well.
4: Yes, but Campbell and holsa and I have a stronger bond. We are connected.
1: I... I understand. I think I understand, at least. I... I, I do feel close to you, Shakara. And I see what you were putting yourself through for what seems like the good of all of us.
4: I am trying.
1: I have told you that I, too, will do what I can to help. And if it helps me in the process, uh, it may sound selfish, but I... I don't think i should hesitate to do so do you i've asked shaft for something i have since come to not re- not regret i i when i asked him of this favor uh, it was like you say, angry. I still am angry. I asked him for for Tinderman's life. I I still wish Alstov dead. But I don't believe I should put that on someone else. If you can help me and give me additional resources to take my own vengeance that I seek I would be grateful
5: I will look at Hulsa and I'll look back at Drag
4: I believe we can do that for you we can assist you in this and anything else you may need in the future
1: I don't know how things will turn out with Samuel, I don't imagine he would be very happy to learn of Valstoff's death or my intent to do him harm.
4: Samuel does not need to know. And he is just a means to an end.
1: Well, if it interferes with your means, I, I, I'm just trying to assure you that despite despite much I hate him I, I, I won't do something reckless and, and jeopardize the tentative relationship that you have with Samuel until you've seen to your end to, to your goals
4: that is welcoming news I believe all of our desires can be met in time
1: I will say that in the, the the twenty or so years since I had left Heraklion, I, I never really did feel connected to any place. There are certainly areas around Port Randis that I grew incredibly fond of, and I sought solace, and I would love to return to them, of course, but if it means if this has emotions between the three of you now means I can feel that that connection I did in my youth again uh, that in itself is is a a greater reward than I could ever ask for
5: and once again I'll look at Hulsa we are a family we
4: take care of each other and I'll look back to Dreg we have no plans for how big this family will get but i feel the more we have to join us the happier we all will be the safer we all will be
1: yes of course Safe, safety in numbers and i i i i know and i've seen your judge of character shikara I believe that any additions to this family as you put it I'm fully confident that those additions are, will be well met and worthy of the, the protection and, and the bond that w- will form
4: as I feel you are
1: and he smiles and blushes a little bit Again, he kind of looks down at at his hands, right? At his his appendages. Thank you. You
4: are still worthy. And I'll grab his one hand. You are still important and able and capable.
1: And Hulsa will place a hand on Dreg's shoulder. Very tentatively. She's slow to reach out, but as she sees you, you know, making contact with him yourself. Uh, She's kind of emboldened a little. And she gives him a light squeeze. And Dreg smiles again in her direction and yours. So, what do we do?
4: That's a very good question, Leland.
2: What do we do?
1: (laughs) 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 Well, (laughs) that's a very good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's... it's, (sighs) I would say at at this point. Uh, do you you still have an unused box, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. So you could attempt to use one of those, like you did with like Halsa and Campbell, right? Uh, if if you wanted, you could potentially um, you could potentially try to find your own method uh, of of bestowing patronage. Which might take you a bit of time to to exactly figure out how uh, you yourself, as as a newly appointed member of the Coven, would be able to do so or would want to do so. Because I think it would be something that would be meaningful to both you and the person in which you're bestowing your patronage. So that's going to be completely up to you uh, on how you want to handle that. I guess it would be you making a decision on how quickly... You would want to envelop Dreg, uh, you know, uh, into your, your patronage.
5: Okay, I will reach into the bag and pull out the box. For now, I have this. This will be
4: something that, going forward, if we add any more to our family, would have to be done differently. But this is how Campbell and Hulsa both were connected so I feel it would be good for you as well and then we can think
5: all together later how best to do this into the future and I'll hand the box to him
1: do I it opens and he's kind of fiddling with the lid
5: I have a key right
1: yep there will be two keys with it
5: I'll hand him. He would only get one key, wouldn't he? Correct. I'll hand him one key then.
1: Uh, okay, and he inserts it into one of the two keyholes on the front of this sapphire box, and disengaging the lock, and the lid pops open, and he peers inside to reach for what lies within. I would think it would be something that is, again, it would be something that speaks to his connection to you.
5: Would it be like a miniature version of one of the discs from the anchor?
1: Oh, that's interesting.
5: Because that was kind of how we met. It was uh, the most important thing happening when we first met was the anchors.
1: Right, right. I think that's, uh, I like that. I like that very much. So he reaches in. And he actually pulls out a pair. Two, you know, because there were two anchor points for his safety shell. Something that he literally dedicated his life to forming and developing with Alstov. And he picks them both up and, and he regards them. You know, he, at first there's, there's a, a frown on his face. As he, he's looking at what is what once was, basically, right? Again, it's, it is, this is the source and that's fueling his anger, right? That has taken him to this point. But he, he looks at them, and he takes one of the pair and hands it to you, Shakara. I think I'd like you to hold on to this one. I would be honored. And he'll hand you back the box as well. And you see me squeeze his anchor point very tightly in his hand, as he holds it to his to his chest, to his heart.
5: This whole time, I would think that we'd be kind of somewhat positioned so that Hulsa and I are kind of shielding what's going on from the others seeing it. Right, right. Uh, and I'll put the box back into my pouch, and I will take the disc that he gave me, hold it close to my chest, and then put that in the pouch. I also have this, and I'll pull out the circulate.
1: Mm, okay. The circlet. circlet, yeah.
5: It is
4: to help shield your mind against the neogi. Please study this. I have one for Malin, and also here's one for you as well.
1: You take that too? Oh, thank you. Uh, I think we will be needing these.
4: I think so as well. Now I must get some rest. It has been a very trying night.
1: And he nods and will leave you with Halsa. Before you settle in though Halsa you know she takes her circlet and she puts it on. She just steps up to you and she again slow motions right but she raises her hand to your face where some of your scales have have flaked off. And you see her your eyes are kind of welling up with tears and she just basically takes, you know, a hand on your cheek and, and rubs her a thumb on, like, the places where they scale is now, right? And she just kind of smiles and wipes away a single tear as it falls and will follow in Dreg's direction back to the tower.
5: Uh, I, before she does it, I'll put my hand on her hand on my cheek and give her a small smile. It was worth it.
1: The rest of the party, you are all just going to sit in for your uh, long rest. Um, Mia, do you have any resources to put back into your pendant before you rest up to spend more? Or I guess you could wait until the following morning if you wanted to put some whammies in it.
2: Oh, like wait a day?
1: Right, reducing, of course, what you would have available to you t- tomorrow or the following day. hmm or technically today, because it's like two in the morning.
2: <laughs> right, so... You know how that works. So let's, <laughs> so let's say I go a whole day in call and I don't use actions, so like I have, uh, I don't know, a, a channel available, can I change out what's in the pendant, another rest, or do I have to use it in order to change it out?
1: Uh, I think you can change them out, but... but because because you are still technically spending it to put it into the pendant, yeah, you, you can definitely change it out. Um, but yes, like you say, if you put something in the pendant and you don't use it, that is something you have spent that you, are, you have not used, which is technically a waste, but it's situational waste.
2: Right. So, well, we had a short rest, though. Um, and so I have two more channels because I get those back after short rest. So I'm just going to put two channels back in and then i have radiant soul that'll just hang out which i also didn't use in the last day like i could refresh it <laughs> like whatever i don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't michael need to be, stale but michael a yeah. little stale <laughs> so my pendant's gonna have two channels and a radiant soul
1: okay cool cool cool, cool. uh falls you in chat is there anything specific you want to do or is somebody you want you want to chat someone else you might want to chat with to each other
3: um, I think uh, Falzern would perhaps take Shaft aside um, for a bit of a private conversation, if that's all right. Bye, ladies. Shaft, um, do do you mind walking over this way with me for a moment?
1: Yeah, sure. Hold on a second.
0: Oh, yeah, I'll stretch my back. and uh, I don't like sleeping on the ground like that. It's a lot of rocks. It's been a long day, eh? <laughs> I-
3: Certainly would have preferred to sleep on a nice, comfortable bed tonight in an inn. But, such is the way. What happens if we find what
0: we're looking for? Well, I mean, you know, Shakara and and me are going to know that we have, uh, you know, we'll have the amulet. We will have to give that up. I have a feeling that, uh, you know, when Samuel comes back from probably going to get the... Codex, he's, he's going to notice it's not there. Probably uh, ask some questions. Yeah,
3: I think he's going to be a bit cross and probably, well, hopefully not, but perhaps a bit suspicious.
0: I mean, it's not like we can just pull it out of the bag and go, oh yeah, here it is. Right. Yes, that, that would not look good.
3: My other concern is that do we really want these items making their way, potentially making their way back to members of the coven? You know, that's
0: probably what's going to end up happening, ultimately. Right. Uh, so what do you think? Saying Say we keep the, the Codex a secret and, you know, then he's just going to turn on the tower? I know. I,
3: I don't like either option, really. I, I don't want these things to make their way back to the coven and who, who knows what these hags Shakara aside uh, are going to do with these powerful items.
0: What's up with Shakara? Did you notice uh, sort
3: of pick at my face? Yes. Yes, I've certainly noticed Shaft.
0: It's a bit concerning. we got to just keep our eye on that and uh, make sure we don't piss her off, keep her on our good side. Yes, yes, I, I really hope she is the Shakara that we initially came to know. Yeah, I don't know, man, I don't know what to do about the uh, the Codex, I think we just keep it a secret for now, see how this plays out. Right.
3: Yeah, I agree, I I don't know what to do with druk and its potential fate if the towers are activated. Or, or this tower is
0: activated, but... Well, remember, there's still two uh, doppelgangers out there that look like you and I, and they could make a, a mess of things for us. That's true.
3: There's also Sardo, who's occupying Almar's body that we've so far yet to come across. We've got a
0: lot of skeletons that are creeping up behind us. Let's just watch each other's back. I think I I think I think know some people in Call that might be able to help us locate this amulet, but after that, I, I don't know the right move. Well, honestly, I,
3: I think ideally, if, if we happen to find it without Shakara and me at present and we're able to use it to help locate the rest of the items, I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but theoretically we, we should be able to use it along with the codex to find the rest of the armor and perhaps we could make a crude map and have a bit of a
0: head start on finding the rest of the pieces it's definitely a good bargaining chip uh yeah let's see if we can pull that off if we get some information let's uh let's give each other a wink and then we'll know what we need to do i like that plan sounds good well let's let's
3: get some good rest tonight shaft i'm I'm gonna create a tiny hut if you'd like some protection. Sure. Okay. Sounds good.
1: Throughout this early morning, again, you're all hearing the sounds, trying to get uh, whatever rest you can. The sounds of the paladins moving around, uh, and you know day daybreak comes uh, in a couple hours, two maybe two f- or four two to four hours after you've you've set in for this this rest, and there is a third. Attack on the tower. (laughs) Nothing that any of the paladins require uh, your aid with, but you do hear the sounds of combat. Very, very quickly, like less than twenty seconds worth of of skirmish outside, and you know there's a yelling. There's Silas is still out there pushing through. You see, hear him yell a few commands, uh, but it doesn't seem like there's much of a this uh, this third. Force that has arrived easily dispatched, and you all benefit from your long rest. And Woo! it is, like Huzzah. I said, about coming on to midday uh, now. And who wants to roll me the weather dice?
3: Ooh, me, 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 me. Is it a D10? <laughs> it <is> a D10. <laughs> no, that's a 12. Where's it 10? Come on,
0: Bill. Is there a 12 on it? You can do this.
1: So. <laughs> well, with a 12, there's a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a nine. A nine, okay. So there are a few rays breaking through a mostly overcast sky above you, kind of still matching the the, the, the slight rain and light rain from, from the previous day. Uh, but it seems it's on its way to the clearing.
0: Okay, I'll get up, walk out of the tower, and uh, sort of look around, see what, see if I can figure out what happened with the, the the battle. What, what did it look like attacked?
1: Yeah, and you see just more additional orcs, uh, and actually you do see a single uh, Nyogi body that the balance have piled into the now enormous <laughs> pile of dead bodies. <laughs> Many of you know, they're all hacked to sla- and slashed the, chima- the two chimera they've slumped off the side of the tower and mostly orcs, of course.
0: I think I'd go over and take a look at that Niyogi body just to see if there's anything unique about it that was odd or different than the ones we've seen in the past.
1: This Niogi actually, it appears to be very young. It is much smaller than the Niyogi that you thought on the top of the tower where they were like, I mean, they were medium for the purposes of, of mechanics, but I'd say the Niyogi probably stands about five feet tall, you know, from from spider leg tip to extended eel neck,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and maybe that, maybe about that wide, right, with their abdomen protruding uh, horizontally as well. And but this one is about half the size, maybe even smaller, and. Yeah, it just looks—it looks smaller, looks younger. Uh, you see, some of uh, like the hair on its abdomen, on the spider parts too, is is actually quite short, as if it's just started to grow, uh, that kind of thing. So again, more signs of this being like a very recent hatchling. And Silas kind of sees you looking at it. He walks over, gives it a kick. Never seen one this small. It was it and you know two or three orcs pretty pretty easy to dispatch i don't know what they were if it was a a probing attack uh i mean they've now sent three waves with no return i don't know what they have next for us but i think we can handle handle the tower
0: so i sort of look at what he kicked it over look at the underbelly of it and sort of just give it a close look to see is there any weak spots where you know you might be able to get in like they're sort of armored in a way
1: right it's it's yeah, it's, it's carapassy, it's carapay carapaic carapasic, but actually you, you you see like where their legs attach to their body uh, is actually a, it does seem like a, a weaker joint um than even the segments of the leg itself, uh, so kind of right where it ties in and it would kind of slide under and through the hair of the abdomen and the the you know overlapping carapace there,
0: okay. I'm just taking note, just a little uh, insight into how we can battle these things a little more efficiently later. And uh, anything else on the orcs? Any other markings or anything that odd weaponry,
1: armor? or these old ones or the or younger ones? Actually, you do see that the tattoos on uh, the the two or the, I think there were there are three orcs uh, that came with this Neogi. They look fresh. As actually, the skin is still red uh, around where the tattoo was applied on their foreheads, and the mm. orcs themselves also look younger, very young, in fact, like adolescent orcs. I'll sort of. Is, is everybody else out of the tower
0: now?
2: I was about to say, uh, Mia will walk up and say, "Chef, what are you? What are you looking at?"
0: As will Falsie. Well. You know, the last wave, there was a bunch of old ones. Look at the tats. I mean, they're all old and wrinkly, and you can't hardly even tell what it was. But these this last wave, they're all young, fresh, like they were just turned, maybe maybe from a closer area or something. I don't know. It, it It's odd. It's like there's different clans of them in some way.
1: Yeah, they actually didn't even come from the mountains. Uh, they... they came in, I think, the direction that you all had had arrived from. Wait. They came from Pisces? Towards, uh, well, uh, Pisces, or towards Altenshik. These ones did not come from the mountains like the the first two battles we had here.
0: It might be from the caves. From the tunnels. Okay,
2: well, they must have some way of communicating, too. From the mountains to wherever else they are. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if after two different waves, not you know, no one returned. They sent in the the new guys. I don't know.
0: Maybe the uh, the ones that are up in the mountains have been here a lot longer, and now they're spreading out, and the new ones are over to the to the east.
2: <sighs> and to Beric too, probably. they where rest their souls.
0: It's okay, Mia. We're,
3: we're, we will do what it takes to help your your family just in time they're not Makes sense. i mean
2: we knew they were in the mountains they've been in the mountains for a long time at least a year or two who knows but to see young just i just like put put my head down
0: let's get going before uh before nightfall i want to make it into dracal and see things in the light
1: okay and again, it takes you less than an hour. So there are uh, three surviving horses that Drag Mullen, and Halsa uh, had fled on that uh, did avoid the Great Horse fire. And uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I they'll probably still ride, him, ride on it. Uh, you can put two to a horse.
5: One of those horses was Buttercup, right? Yes. Uh, I think Halsa and I will take Buttercup.
0: Uh, I think... Falzern, I can can get on one and then hit, what do we have left? Dragon Mullen and Mia. Well they we're
3: we're short one, so I think perhaps Falzern will
2: take his broom.
3: Yeah. Usher Denny out of the bag of holding. And try his luck at traveling with Denny.
2: <laughs> I mean if it's okay with you, Shaft, I'll uh I'll hop on your horse.
0: Sure, no problem. I get front.
2: Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You can you call shotgun? drive. You can drive. <laughs> You know the way.
0: Okay, I think we'll, uh, I'll I'll head on.
1: All right, and you get to the uh, eastern gate of Drukal, a gate that some of you have, have traveled through before. Actually, I think at this point uh, only Shakara is the uh, the only one who has not been to Drukal before. Is that correct, Shakara?
2: I have not been to Drukal. Right, okay. Well, what happens in Drukal stays in Drukal. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: As we're approaching, I'm just gonna, you know, glance around, see if anything out of the ordinary. Look, are the guards where they should be? Does anything look odd before we get up to the gate?
1: Yeah, I mean, you see, well, I mean, there's no, there's no actually guards stationed at at the gate, or at least outside of it. Um, so okay. the gate itself is open. It doesn't seem, I don't know, nothing really seems out of out of place here. Okay. The road is empty, though. You don't uh, pass anybody or see any other travelers on it as you approach the city.
0: So I think as we're coming up, I'll sort of get everybody together and go, uh, All right, keep, uh, keep your eye open for things. If you guys have been to Drakal before, you know there's, there's things that you just uh, don't look at people odd. Just keep looking straight ahead. Alleys that you probably shouldn't go in. Yeah, stay out of alleys. Listen. Good, good call.
2: You've got me with you. Everyone's going to be looking.
0: <laughs> well, I guess what's the plan here? Do we want to uh sort of point over at Drag and everyone? Are, are we going to find a place for them to hang out, or are they coming with us?
2: Do you have a place in your call, Shaft?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I have a place we can... P- we can put them for a while, and, and or they could get a, it's not like a, a, a place dungeon. at the tavern. I, it's not I like mean, a
2: torture chamber?
0: No, I think we could just get them a, a room with the Tickly Servant.
2: Ooh, Tickly Servant. I don't know if I've been to that one yet.
0: I, I think that might be the best option at the moment. You're good with that, right, Dregg? Also, I mean, that's where you guys went earlier. Get you set up for a room and get you some drinks.
1: It seems like a, a fine establishment, yeah, I mean there are lots of paladins around inside. I surely will be safe. All right, we're gonna head there.
4: And we can join you once our task is accomplished.
2: do you uh do you want me blending in shaft? Is that what you're trying to say? You want me to look human?
0: Uh, that's up to you. It probably would uh be less distracting for sure.
2: I mean, do you think it'll get us to the amulet faster?
0: I don't know. Did uh, Did Hannah see you uh, as an Azamar or as a?
2: No, Han- I mean, at this point, Hannah knows nothing. A lot has changed. Uh, okay, I'll uh, I'll go. I'll go into. I'll go into the city as a human, and I'll dig through my pockets to find the amulet that makes me look human.
0: Ultimately, the faster we can get in, get the amulet, and get out without being noticed, the better.
2: It's true. I'll be a lot less noticeable. Hall, but, you know, the eyes.
3: Yeah, I think Drew Hall is a place where it's best to draw as little attention as
0: possible. Yeah, I think we're going to head in and try to make our way to the southeast quadrant to the Tickly Servant.
1: Okay. And the streets uh, inside of the city as to step in. I mean, they're they're heavily populated. It is you know, normal in a city this size. And as you get closer to Detmer's Bar dispersed among the crowd, you see paladins of cultists in their full garb, the display of the tower, the insignia of the tower on their armor, fully displayed, and they get more and more numerous as you get closer to the tickly servant. A few of them that you pass in the crowd, um, they're just seeming to go on about about their own business. There is a a particular pair walking together that they spot you, and you see they kind of lean over to each other and, and whisper to each other whisper something to each other as, as you draw close but they just pass you and they each give you uh, a respectful nod
0: okay this is, are they looking at one of us in particular or just the group
1: of it us? seems like the group maybe one of them makes eye contact with a couple of you but it doesn't seem like they're they're you know jeering or pointing at a specific a specific <laughs> okay. member of the party all right but you did uh mm-hmm. know from Silas that there was word sent ahead of your arrival
0: I think I'll just, uh, uh, you know, avoid the crowd as much as possible and then work our way over to the where we would tie up the horses in front of the tickly servant.
1: And inside, the majority of the patrons here are paladins. And other than the change in clientele, the place does seem as it was the last time Shaft and Falzern were here. Jelly is still tending the bar as usual. Uh, Frank the Dragonborn sits vigilant as always, at the, the door in the back of the bar that does lead down to uh, Detmer's office. Jelly, though, does notice you arrive, Chaff, kind of does a quick motion to, to catch her eye, <laughs> uh, giving you a slight nod towards Frank at the, at the back door.
0: I give her a big smile and a wink and walk over to the bar, sort of put my foot up on the, the stool and... Leap up a little bit so I get I'm at uh, level with her. Look,
1: I look over the bar. I got some friends here, Jelly. How you been? Been, uh, you know, things change. But other than that, where have you been? It's been a while.
0: Out and about, you know, checking out the lay of the land. Really. Uh, can we uh, set these sort of point over at Dragon Mullen and? Also, set them up with a room and and some drinks and some food. It's all on me. I'm good for it. You know that.
1: She kind of you know looks at looks at the lot of you. <laughs> I see you picked up quite a new number of faces. Hey, acquaintances. Ah. Hi, I'm Mia. Hi, I'm Jelly. I 10 bar. Can I get you a drink? Hey, okay,
2: Jelly. Uh, no, I'm okay. Uh, thanks for thanks though. It's a little
1: early for me.
3: Jelly, you wouldn't happen to have any alebender? Ale on tap, would you?
1: Well, not here. You'd have to go to uh, their tavern to get their drink. You know, uh, propriety, proprietorship, and all right. that.
3: Right. My mistake. Well,
0: I'll take an ale of whatever you'd recommend. I start to look over at her and I shake a head and like, no. Uh, he'll take he'll take a red ale. A red <laughs> ale. Yeah. You, you don't want the other
1: stuff. You see, her, she's like all like mid grabbing a tap, and then she's. Switches to a tap that looks a little cleaner, and pours four-zero <laughs> <laughs> <your> red ale.
3: <laughs> I give Shaft a, a knowing nod. Hey, Shakar, you want a nail?
2: I would like a shot, please. Oh my! You guys, we haven't even had breakfast.
3: It's been a long 24 hours.
2: Yeah, but we gotta be on guard. You never know. We have a whole like time is ticking. We have to get going. Like it is uh, fine. I can have one shot. Okay.
0: I think we all deserve it after last night.
2: Suit yourselves.
1: <laughs> okay, she'll she'll serve you what you want.
2: <laughs> and I down it.
0: While everybody's drinking, I'll look over at Frank and try to make eye contact.
1: You he does make eye contact with you as he noticed your arrival as well.
0: I give him sort of a shake of the head, like, is it okay? Like for me to come back.
2: Like quat
0: gives you
1: uh not yet. He does, he actually does <laughs> not he doesn't nod back at all.
3: Oh.
0: Okay. So I'm going to take that as I am not welcome to go in right now. One for one reason or another. So okay. Turn back around and I'll look at run and I'll go uh Well, uh we're not going to talk to Detmer right now. Maybe uh we get these guys set up and I take you guys to see a friend of mine. Sure, sure. Yeah, I understand.
1: Jelly, is this within mm-hmm. your shot of Jelly? Yeah, she uh she pulls another glass, you know, another drink that wasn't ordered, fills it up, and leans in close as she hands it to you, Shaft. I would, uh, I would, I would check in with Frank. Gotcha. Thanks,
0: thanks, sweetie. And I push over a gold piece on there and uh, I'll say, uh. uh We'll be back later tonight. Uh, what time do you get off?
1: You know what time I get off, and you know I don't have any time for you.
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to keep asking anyway. Jump off the stool and, and sort of make my way over with the beer in my hand and lean up against the wall next to Frank, not, not like I'm talking to him, but just like I'm looking out at the bar. How's things uh, going, Frank? They're changing. Hmm. Take a drink of my ale. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit on that? I should say your
1: password's no longer valid.
0: My particular password?
1: All passwords.
0: So, nothing, uh, directly related to me, but as an overall
1: situation. The changing of the guard. Where's stepper After hours. Out back. I'll explain there. Understood.
0: Hey, nice running into you, pal. Slap him on the shoulder and and walk back over to the others. Throw down my empty on the edge of the bar and sort of give everybody a wave and say, uh, you ready to go?
5: Yes, take us to your friend. And I'll chug back one more shot.
0: (laughs) All right,
2: did we get him a room?
0: Yeah, Jelly, I'll take care of it.
2: Okay, okay. I guess we're ready.
0: All right, we'll head out. I'll walk out into the streets and uh, you know the crowd around and everything, and sort of take a, a glance down the road towards Kepley's Exchange. And I think it's it's just down the road a little ways, right? Yeah, not far. I just said, let's go see Kepley, and I start walking through the crowd. And that's our show. Be sure to follow us on social media. We're the Encouragable Par on Twitter. Encourageable Party on Facebook and Instagram. You can go to EncourageableParty.com for additional world and NPC information. And check out some of the merchandise there. Be the cool kid at your next game night by donning some Encouragable Party apparel. Encourageable Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Go to CriticalHitDesign.com for your design needs. All ambient sounds and music are courtesy of TabletopAudio.com. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. You can contact him for your own musical inquiries via email at JamesMercyMusic@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Happy adventuring!